Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 374. The gang's all here, and we're having a blast celebrating events of the year. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> it's our anniversary. Oh. Yay, us. We've made it longer than most other podcasts. Yes, and we're going to keep on doing that because we have listeners like you. Me? Are you Thanks. looking at me? You pointed at me. <laughs> Who? You. Uh, there's John and Alice and Steve. <laughs> we'll slip all of them off. <laughs> we'll be here a while. Uh, yeah, I uh, had a couple good uh, comic book reviews. I got a bit into the new Yusaki Ojimbo. I did a review of Superman Year One from DC's Black Label. Black Label. Yeah, we get more into that <laughs> later. I did a review of a, a comic called Eclipse. Uh, which the um, the Earth is destroyed by the sun, basically. So our future. Yeah. It's our future. So well, then Anthony was I here. chimed in. <laughs> yes. had a lot of just terrible, terrible news. I mean, too much to list now. Yep. You'll just have to listen to that later. So with that, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 374, Bad News Birthday. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Would, but I ain't gonna. So, just I think that's think Tony's that. motto. I yeah. played that so many times over and over and over again. Kind of depends on One what bit of my save kept on getting deleted. And so, like, forced you to do things. But then you, like, figure out where to go first and, you know, to level up real quickly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we should uh, sing so Happy defeat. Birthday. To who? To a very special podcast, but instead. Oh, that's right. You. You I know share what, my birthday isn't, with the Isn't the birthday song, like, copyrighted? So we can't... We should, uh, no, I it's want free. Us, no, yes. it's open. It's yeah. open now. Oh, it's but, it, but it was, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. For, yeah. So for a while, you couldn't have that in movies and it stuff? It was for oh, he restaurants. Well, like even restaurants. Fellow. That's right. Yeah. Even restaurants can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so birthday, silly. birthday, happy to you. Copyright. I wasn't even going to mention that, but I figured it would just slide by and two weeks later you'd be like Tony you know you forgot that we uh as our it's our anniversary. yep it's actually was it on the 25th technically uh I, th- I had I was trying to find in my Facebook feed because I had it saved and then I couldn't find it yeah I want to say that it was initially recorded so it's somewhere between the 19th and like the 26th. Yeah. And we used to always say it was the 26th, but I think we found out that it might have been the 19th when we first recorded that we are saying that it was. So within this past sure. week-ish yeah. time. So you're saying there's still time for me to get a bunch of TGI Fridays waiters and waitresses to come in <laughs> with a lava cake. <laughs> that, that would be pretty hilarious if that happened. Is it seven? Seven years? Yeah. Yeah. A long Dang, it's actually I, I look at it as like that's not a long time my nephew's seven and whatever I mean, but, but it is for a podcast <laughs> very much so not many podcasts go past seven months no yeah i haven't had anything for seven years except for life like that's the only thing i've gotten beyond seven years i have never had a job for more than seven years 
Like, I've never uh, gone to the same me. school. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets out. I mean, if you want, <laughs> call Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> been a long time, though. Yes. Uh, normally, we, sometimes I would, uh, around this time, invite the old cast to come on yeah. in and so that's, try, that's what I was trying to do Friday oh. at Matt's house yeah. since no one wanted to I was like fuck it then I won't I won't have any of them come and we'll just ignore it yeah. but we'll celebrate it, how many years without them oh, with some of them at least two three some yeah. four yeah yeah we've had we've had an ever revolving door here Lynn's being my longest co-host that I've had well Derek was here for Five years of it, right? No, four. Was it four? So I've probably been here for about four. Four, four yeah. So. so you're, yeah, you're, I mean, I could, I could do the math and find out exactly. Yeah, I know. But I don't really I go want back to. to. I don't want to either. Just next yeah. year, then we'll just know for sure you got the. Went from being a listener to a co-host. Aww. Wandered in, I saw that there was the sound equipment, and so I was just like, hey, what's going on in here? And <laughs> sat down. Ignored the rest of the mess going on in the house and braved it. Yep. <laughs> She's like, I hear people in this back room. <laughs> Walked past the scary mannequin in the garage. <laughs> well, I'm glad that, that you are still joining us for until you decide to quit. I'll which... say, well, eventually. I won't say anything either. It'll just be like, I never hear his voice anymore. What's going on? Just That's what usually happens. Is yeah. People just stop showing up. Yeah, and then I just stop talking to them in real life. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be able to get rid of me that much, Tony. Oh, I know. I'll always be around. Um, so, besides all that hoopla, let's just get into some books. Because I know that you had a long book, so you only... It, that you love. I had a long book that will have, I have a, just short a short review. Yeah, I just have a short review as well. Who knows what Charles did in his free time. Sure. But oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll, he'll, he'll let us know. <laughs> Let's actually. not get into his free time, okay? <laughs> so uh, I read Superman Year One, which is from the Black Label, DC's Black Label. Although I don't know why. I mean, maybe more to come on this as to why it's a Black Label book, but they like non-adult like a five-year-old who could read could read this they might have enjoyed it actually more than i did because it's very non-complicated storyline i mean it is literally superman shows up in his little spaceship in kansas as a baby as a baby like just a regular story yeah and but the funny thing is when he shows up there he's a baby but he can also walk so like he literally he, he doesn't walk he, he kind of flies but like <laughs> his feet move and drag against the ground over. it looks like he's walking it's the the way they've drawn him in this he looks like this tiny little adult person with like skull cap on who just kind of saunters out of the spaceship and walks up to Jonathan Kent and is like hey what's up like that's kind of I picture how it happened mm -hmm. the way they drew it in the book evening sir yeah. <laughs> my diapers <laughs> might help. you be assisting me <laughs> might you assist me please uh, and it literally goes through elementary school and then into high school and there's they they tackle bullying a little bit because they have their own group. He's part of the weirdos. Ah. Mr. Clark is. He's his friends are all weirdos and they get bullied and beat up all the time until Smallville showed that that was totally not until what was Clark true. finally has enough and kicks their ass and so it's like a reinvention sort of. It, I What's mean, his power level in this time period? It's, it's over nine thousand. <laughs> It's, it's, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, he's definitely, he, he can fly, like, unlike 
in Smallville where he takes forever to finally fly, like, he figures that out pretty soon, and he knows that he's strong and he's holding back that sort of situation. So, so you don't really get to see what his full... Okay. I mean, they do show at one point when he was a baby, he gets upset because his oatmeal's too hot and he sets the house on fire. Like, oh. yeah. Just, well, he has super poops. here and there. <laughs> they did not cover that. I kind of wish they would have. Yeah. Like, I feel like I want to see really year this one. This is what the people like, want to see. Yeah. <laughs> we know about powers. Like we know about bullies. To raise a baby. I want to hear about the soup. poops. Um, the, the divergence from the normal year one story, cause I mean, Lana's there and they have their little high school romance and stuff. But at the end of this, Clark joins the Navy. Mm. So he's going to be in the Navy. This goes right into what Doomsday Clock was talking about, how they keep fucking messing with Superman's story, which is messing with the whole metaverse, yeah. which is going on, which, yeah. Sometimes I like those stories, but I don't so much. Right. Like, continuity is key. There was enough in this book to make it seem fresh. I mean, there were obvious things that they changed, like him going into the Navy. But overall, it was just year one story. Same personality. As told by Frank Miller. Same personality. Yeah. Boy Scout. Yeah. yeah, I would say... Definitely a little more protectionist. Like okay. he's definitely wanting to kick some ass for his friends, yeah, sort so of thing. You know what we know about like Superman, right? Him being in the Navy, what's going to happen except for stories about bullying happening yeah. and him just like sticking up for the little guy? I really hope they he can like do, do everything like, a whole... better than everybody else. Maybe Aquaman will show up. I don't know what's going to happen. I almost am kind of at the point where like I don't really care. <laughs> Wow. I don't really care what happens. So at, is this like a directly out of high school Navy? Yeah. So, like he graduates and boop, there he goes. So there's no like, the everyone knows that Superman, who is he? He's just a standard Navy guy coming right. in out of high school. Okay. Yep. Is he doing like some sort of journalism? No. So just he's going to be an infantry man? Yep. And they go through this whole thing where his mother, Martha, as we all know. Um, <laughs> oh, is that her name? <laughs> Why'd you say that name? <laughs> My mother's uh, name is <laughs> She, you know how when, like, generally mothers get really upset when their children join the military because mm -hmm. it's scary and they could die sort of thing? Yeah. Like, nope. she goes through those same motions, and I, in my head, I'm like, your kid is Superman. Like, he's not <laughs> Superman by name, but, like, she knows what all this shit he yeah, can do. And she's, before him. I went to the military, my dad made me watch uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. He thought that would turn me. <laughs> He's like, come on, sit down. We're watching this movie. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was not scary. Uh, Saving Private Ryan was way more scary yeah. than, than yeah. Like Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. It just blew my mind. That, I mean, I guess it's a motherly instinct to want to protect your kid. But, like, honestly, why are you worried about him getting hurt in the military? Yeah, unless you think there's some super villain <laughs> sure. somehow. Or you're worried Ooh, about him worried. hurting some... other people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But Frank Miller. He's going to meet up with Aquaman. And fight. I hope so. I hope that's what happens. Who knows? Frank Miller. Uh, I don't. I just don't know what goes on in his mind because last thing he wrote was Dark Knight Three, and that book was confusing as hell. And I still don't know what happened in in it. Because Dark Knight and Dark Knight Returns were two great iconic yeah, and then books, and everyone was looking forward to if there'd be another one in it. 
it was it just weird. It was so weird and like all over the place and disjointed and like. You know what happens when you give the fans what they want? They yeah, let, like how how long till the fans realize that their requests are bad? Yeah, and yep. they hate that they get what they want. Well, and I also bring think Tony back. <laughs> it's probably time for Frank Miller to maybe start thinking about retiring. He could do producer stuff. He totally should. He should be the idea guy. Mm-hmm. He could storyboard all of them and then just let somebody else write the dialogue and do the art. Because, man, he's put some great stuff out. It's just very slowly declining in quality, I think, personally. Other people may disagree with me. But... Fiction needs world builders. Yep. World builders are a For great sure. role. For sure. So, you know, it's 68 pages. I pretty much just told everyone the plot without even really getting into it. I don't know that. Uh, it was worth sixty eight pages. I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't. And to me, it wasn't like I read the two other Black Label ones, the two Batman ones, and those were so good. Wait, was this Black Label? This was a Black Label book. What's I don't the, know why yet. Yeah. yeah, why would this Black Label mean? It's like they're. It's like DC's it's adult. They're mature. Yeah. 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 Oh, and the, the Batman ones have been, like, the Damned, we saw a bat dick, right? And in uh, Last Night, I mean, that story is just completely fucked up and weird. And this one is so far not worthy of a black label. It seems like it's a children's almost. They're just normal. So I'm hoping it gets maybe, you know, the next couple ones will show why it's a black label Do we know title. how many books this is going to be? I have no idea. Because With I, Frank Miller, it could start at four and end up being. I mean, 20. I get, I get like the, <laughs> I get how many pages it is for the fact that it covers like eighteen years, right. Rapidly, yeah, well, rapidly within you know sixty pages. But, um, yeah, I'm wondering if they'll then slow it down, or if it's like we just got to rapidly get to the yeah. story, but we want to present a slight, we want to mix with a couple things. We need this navy thing for whatever, but. We shall see. The first book really didn't give me enough to let me know what the fuck is going to happen, mm-hmm. other than he's in the Navy now, which may be an interesting twist to the story and could completely change the type of hero he becomes, maybe? I'd like it if he becomes like a <coughs> tool, of the, tool of the military. I think he gets some really cool adult stories if he's like, yeah. you know, he's raised... Yes, he's raised in the the country, and he's a good old American boy. But then he goes in the military. Becomes patriotic. Yeah, yeah, becomes that that kind of. It's, he's like the American version of Red Sun, right? Yeah, the Red Sun Superman. Mm-hmm. That would be an interesting story. His suit will be yeah. American based, Navy yeah. based. Weird. Yeah. He's a blue cape, normal sailor, and then turns into a weapon. Yeah. One of the reasons why it's on the black label, which this is again stupid for what we'll talk about later with Vertigo, is. Because it's black label, this uh, their particular mandate is that these aren't necessarily continuity. So these are oh, like just, Elseworlds yeah. stories. But fucking just like, name it Elseworlds. We know they already had the title of those books yeah. that we all are used to. Why not use that? Why just say it's black label and make people think? Because <clears throat> when I'm thinking year one, I'm thinking about some of the other year ones that DC has had, like the five hundred that, that were, <laughs> yeah, that were all continuity wise. Yeah. So they, they change up the uh, the name of it because if they lost people that didn't like Elseworld at some point, then they're bringing them back in with this. This is different. This is new. Mm. You know, I would I would almost prefer that they keep it to their like seventeen and up books. Because yeah, just make that what Black yeah. Label is. Yeah. I know that I'm going into this. And then again, this can be DC proper, but they have fifty-two different worlds that this could take place in. One of sure. those else worlds. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, I keep forgetting like my mannerisms and stuff. Like I'll 
I'll do quotation marks and <laughs> oh yeah, you can't no. hear the quotation the marks. The quotation marks are heavy around here. Maybe I, used I to should do them say, all the time. say things like in a certain voice with quotation marks. <laughs> Elsewhere, and there's, <laughs> there's, yeah, and there's no mention of how long this book is supposed to be. So I'm assuming this is an ongoing of a retelling. But again, they did it's two just a retelling of his yeah. story that from Frank Miller's perspective. Yeah, how many which times will we... probably yeah. end up being fucked up because Frank Miller's perspective. Tends to be a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, necessarily, but his mind works way different than just, anybody else's. Just enough. Yeah. Right. So, well, so this does not belong we'll in Black Label. I don't DC think so. And, and I wasn't overly impressed with the first one, but I do want to see what, why, like what Frank Miller has planned. Hopefully it's better than Dark Knight 3. <laughs> That's all I can hope for. <laughs> Charles. Yeah. What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? Show me what you got. <laughs> no, Rick and Morty? You don't? Oh, no. I only no. know Pickle Rick from that. You don't That's it. <laughs> you don't know? What? <laughs> You'd no. love it. I can't believe you haven't watched it yet. Well, I've watched it, but I don't remember what that I re- one I was. I highly rec- recommend it. I feel like After I haven't the first watched two episodes, it. You'll start to feel it, and then it becomes like it really fun. Just show. fun. Stupid yeah. fun. Plus, you get to binge it, and it's coming back up. Except uh, for September, one of the fucking writers said that Game of Thrones season eight was great, and so I fucking hate Rick and Morty now. <laughs> so besides that, damn it, Tony! I wasn't gonna say anything, but he you just up. you're far too sensitive. He was not supposed to say anything as a but I'm here to tell to you the Game of Thrones sucks me. anyway. <laughs> you like that two a.m. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it until this morning because I was sleeping because I'm an adult. <laughs> okay, I did, I did read a comic. Uh, the comic is called Eclipse, and the, the reason that I read it is because there's this astronaut-looking thing on the front of the cover, you know, and uh, there's a sun behind him. Uh, it's like just um, like a like you, a you judged the book by its cover. I totally did, and the name of it too. Like that kind of got me interested. Uh, so it's uh, written and illustrated by Zach Kaplan and Giovanni Timpano. Timpano, Timpano, you know. That's how you, Sounds like an herb. Are you looking it up right now? Timpano. No. Timpano. Timpano. You, got, you think I got it right? No. Uh, so like, it starts off like there's these people in Times Square, right? And, and New York City is all just messed up, like really old, but not overgrown with, uh, with plant life, which is kind of interesting. It's just kind of like worn down. Okay. And, um, and then these police come out, and it's nighttime, sorry. And these police come out, and they tell everybody, get down below. And everybody gets down below, and then the sun comes up. And it tells a story about this uh, solar flare that basically was so big that it destroyed everything. Billions of people died. And now people live underground now. And then when the sun comes out, everybody just goes away. Uh, but the solar flare also just messed up the atmosphere of Earth. So now we we can't we can't go j- during the day, basically. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. But they can't go... Like, do they need these suits or to go outside? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. So the suit, it, they called them Iceman suits or something like that. So they, they can, I don't know why you need to walk around during the day. What are you going to just do some research, I guess? But basically, he's like a he's kind of like a policeman that goes around and does stuff. Maybe he looks for things. Anyways, uh, one thing he finds is there's this person who just got badly, well, not badly burned, like terribly burned to death, who was uh, chained to a cement block. Oh. So, and then on the wall was this, like, scripture-looking, uh, you know, written in his blood. So... So it begins like, like... he was like freshly dead? Freshly dead. Well, you know. <laughs> like it was clearly some sort of murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Murder. 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 That's taking place. Murder. And, you know, he just goes back to his regular life and then someone just comes banging on his door from some private company, you know, hey, we need you, 
Why? Because you've been in suit. You've logged the most hours in the Iceman suit. So we need you to do uh, some, uh, basically, bodyguard work for his, this guy, this mm. corporate guy's daughter. So he uh, it shows her, and she likes to do like club stuff. Mm. Yeah, rich kid. Rich kid. Yeah. Yep. And there's this one. It, it was kind of funny. There's this one uh, other bodyguard who's actually in there, uh, in the club with her, and it's during the day. Um, and he's like, "This is a bunch of alcohol, a bunch of music, a bunch of loud, drunk kids. This is the best duty I've ever had, or best uh, best job I've ever had." Because having you know, he's just enjoying himself. Sure. And they go out, right? Um, maybe to have a smoke or something like that. Or maybe they're just leaving. And uh, it's during the day, so like you can see the daylight from afar. And this car pulls up with like, these big mirrors. And I don't know why mirrors would do it, but it, uh, it the mirrors like point toward them. The bodyguards and the little girl. The little girl, she's, I don't know, she's probably... Are they vampires? No. Like sunlight's going to kill them? No, but it, like, it hits them. It just, it, like, they immediately not catch Incinerate. fire, but they just, like, incinerate, kind of. Not really, but, like... Like, the they get all <coughs> so powerful but, that even reflecting it on them yeah, and the mirrors right. burns them up. So the bodyguards cover the girl. And then the guy, our main character, was in his ice suit already. And he goes, uh, he comes to the rescue. Um, he... One of the bodyguards had a gun. He grabs the gun, shoots the mirrors, and he basically saves the girl, puts her in a manhole, right? And they're just escaping. And that's it. That's as far as it got. But that I thought that was so interesting. There's, there's like uh, six or there's five more books in this in the series. Do they approach anything? Because like, this is kind of like a, the, the mole people story where something's forced people underground or whatever. Yeah, they don't talk about anything like the, the changes that happen to people, okay. like people being pale all the time yeah. or uh, eyesight being messed up, right? Yeah. Do they help? Do they give you like a timeline from modern day? Ooh. Like, mm, where is this mm, placed? Or is it just kind of no. modern-ish? It's not too far in the future. I think... Um, I can't really tell. Okay. So were Actually, they in... Charles number 16 came out last week. 16? Yeah, Ooh. 16. So they, were well, they really... in a club up on the surface? Yeah, yeah. So they do go up there to... That's It's kind of like the riches, rich people's, yeah. like, pri pri you know, privilege, right? They get to go up to the surface and have these sheltered dance parties and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, because the police did not let people go up. Right. Yeah, so exactly. That's yeah. a great point. Interesting. And immediately when I uh, this guy shows like up, she looks a lot like Paris Hilton. Yeah, she's got that Paris Hilton haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Is that her? Yep. Yeah. You see the blood all over. Yeah. Her? Yeah. yeah. Classic rich people, beautiful with blood. All oh over. my bad, my bad. At the very end, <laughs> at the very end, um, uh, just before they go in the man cover or the manhole, uh, she's like, she's like, he's not burning, he's not burning, and there's this guy just standing there without a suit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He does have a. And obviously he's, he's a the crucifix. He's the one that pulled up. Well, yeah. most likely. It could be true that it's not him, but he he must most likely pulled up the van or the the truck with the mirrors. It's been made to look like he is the villain. Yes, yes, but he looks also, like a villain too. He's untouched. He by does. The he is wearing sun. like ro like he's the daywalker, the daywalker <laughs> robes and a crucifix. So yeah. they are oh. vampires. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's some sort of uh, Catholic priest. That's kind of what he looks like to me. Terrifying. <laughs> That's an interesting concept. <laughs> I might check that one out actually. Yeah, I I have six more to read right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. I thought there was only six. Sixteen. Yeah. It was a zip file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some catching up to do. It was zip yeah. file part one of three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I read uh, Usagi Ojimbo. You sound really excited about it. From IDW Publishing. Now this is a they relaunched this a couple years ago, so this is number one. 
This is again, right? Yes, this is a, uh, a new series uh, going forward. They are still planning on doing the recoloring of the original tales that they had, um, which is part of uh, the reprinting of the whole library um, of Usagi's story. Now, one of the big things with... I like this because it's number one, so it's a starting on point for many people. And it's part of the reason why I haven't reviewed a lot of these books before, because I enjoy the art, the style, the history... um, of this series but because there's so much it's hard to pick up i know about a year ago they also had uh one of the last stories that they had uh being his own independent publisher creator um now going to idw um and having this new story is able to review that because it's kind of an ending and it was a nice thing right. or the many times that he's crossed over with the ninja turtles because sure. that's where first knowing of That's who this I character first, is. Yeah. yeah, my brother had the toy. And oh, yeah. it came with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line. Yep, the, and they was in some of the cartoon shows, yeah. comic books. Even Turtles have come over to this universe before as well. So with that being said, this one, starting off, I felt like I had missed something. And I was like, is this a continuation? Uh, where is this going to uh, you know, take place? But then you get to... A point where what I thought was going to be something real, these two um, people fighting and then a demon comes out. What I love the most was that it came up to be a play. The oh. Usagi's watch. So like this actually was a lot of neat setting up of the story. There was, um, and like I said, without knowing many of the other characters as well, who is recurring, who is not. Um, I just know Usagi the rabbit uh, being the main is, character. Is the play actually happening at the moment, or is it them practicing the play? No, they're, they're actually playing at the moment, but at the scenes before, you see this person turn into a demon, mm-hmm. and so you think, because demons are a big part of in this universe, and then then it goes to, oh, the characters, you know, you can't even tell that the puppeteers are behind them, and I go, <laughs> that was kind of cool to be taken You think out. it's real, and then all yeah. of a sudden, you're watching a play. Yeah, then you're watching a play within a book. And what I really loved at the the end of... Uh, it's like War of the Worlds all over again. Yes. <laughs> and now, granted, there is something at the, the way ending that... I mean, it doesn't give too much away, but then it seems like one of the creatures are coming, coming to life. But I love that at the end, Stan kind of does some story notes to explain. Because he does lots of research into... Japanese culture mm-hmm. and one of these uh, Bunraku um, which is puppet theater um, that was uh, founded uh, in a town there usually between the 1751 and the 1800s and it just kind of goes into some of that history and although this wasn't a real action packed uh, story as far as sword fight and everything even seeing the play sword fighting and everything, it was a really kind of cool glimpse into some Japanese culture. Cool. And it gets me into now a new series that I can... I still should probably research a little bit of who some of these characters are, because if they are recurring from before, they probably already have an established backstory. So the notes help a lot because, I mean, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't suggest that uh, the Japanese mythology and culture and stuff like that, uh, back history is odd or anything like that because ours is just as odd but just different than us yeah is it helping the notes to know what sort of he's talking about sometimes when he refers to something or because he does you know research and you haven't 
is it's harder to accept what mm-hmm. you're seeing or understand yeah. the concept behind something, right? Did oh, the notes it, help a lot? It well, it, it helped in the sense it, it just gave a little bit more backstory to like if not reading that, you could have read this story and and you would have still got what you got from the dialogue and the characters. But this kind of just gave a more why he was setting it here, uh, some of the background scene mm-hmm. of that whole part of it, and then revealing that it's you know this theater play going on and everything so all in all great series i'm liking where it's going forward and i will have to like i said learn a little bit more of this universe and what probably read up a little bit of what they're planning on doing going forward with this universe because it still is going to be separate but as what was always great with having this be creator owned for pretty much its own continuity uh, Usagi Yojimbo was able to go into multiple other yeah. storylines. It's just yeah, Stan's been writing this the whole time. Yeah, right? so it's, yeah, 1984. That's a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> Not only writing, but drawing it yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah, him having sole control over it has allowed the character to pop up here and there where it made sense. Because I don't think I, that there's ever really been like a cash grab to have this the character show up. It's been more like a this seems to work and right. let's make it happen. Yeah. Hmm. I love at the end of the book or the extras, the extra pages where they show concept art and the process of, like Eclipse, at the end of it, they have all these different um, process of and the drawing that he did to f- figure out how the panel is going to look mm-hmm. or how that page Sketches is going to be set up. And things like that, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And there's like three to each one. Like, it's so interesting. I wouldn't have thought that, it, you know, I would have thought a lot, of course, a lot more, but yeah. there's probably a lot of mess ups and redos and. You saw the best of the sketches. Yeah, Yeah. the best of the sketches, yeah. Well, sad news, my friends. Uh Vertigo is no more. Yeah. I feel like this they've shut down Vertigo in the past, but I couldn't find any proof of that. They never officially shut it down. No, they just stopped using it. They stopped using the imprint. So uh, for those who are unfamiliar with Vertigo, Vertigo is the, the kind of deodorant that Tony uses and so I guess we're gonna all gonna have to just suffer <laughs> it's a brand <laughs> just so, it is a just brand just so you guys know <laughs> if you don't know what Vertigo is then you know you're never gonna find out <laughs> it was one of DC's uh, secondary imprints where they kind of put some of the out world stuff that didn't really necessarily fit into DC continuity it was supposed to be like their mature uh, imprint and also their creator own label. So, you know, with DC stuff, DC owns all of those as well ideas. Even if you're a writer and you create a new DC character, that's still owned by DC. But like all of these stories that came through Vertigo were still owned by the people who created uh, them. Okay. So, Sandman, uh, Swamp Thing, yeah. those had their first start under the Vertigo imprint yep. and created kind of their own creature universes. Yeah. That don't necessarily have Superman, but granted, sometimes there could be some crossover because same parent company. company would. Yeah, we got all these people. Let's put them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I personally loved almost everything that came out yeah. of Vertigo. Yeah. Now it's Image cause for having creator own, but I can't explain enough how much more we need creator own comics. And the reasoning behind this, which is when we we're talking about the Superman thing pisses me off and I don't understand it is how what they're trying to do is they're getting rid of Vertigo because it's mature and they're going to they, they're now going to rebrand it DC Black which we already have yeah. that because they want to have three uh, different categories yeah. there's going to be 
DC kids for children between ages and 12 understand that. Then just the DC label that's just going to be kind of all Mainstream. ages. Yeah. And then DC black, which will be 17 and older and kind of have adult subject matter. And one of the big things that they had explained was when Vertigo first started, there wasn't really a place in DC comics for drug use, Mm-mm. brief nudity, you know, some more killing on the pages, and that's where Vertigo was created. But nowadays, that kind of is the norm within comic books. <clears throat> I mean, there's really not the comics code of conduct they anymore. They want to call it DC Black because DCX is way too spot on. DC <laughs> well, I just I feel DCX. that Vertigo oh, could have yeah. there could have still been the DC Black label yeah. for that stuff that is DC, but Vertigo being it doesn't need to be integrated no. under DC. No. And now, granted, all the titles that are still currently Vertigo, such as the new Sandman Universe, they're just going to be rebranded DC. Under the DC Black label. I or I think those might just be DC Does this now, coincide at all with like changes in management? Because this makes, makes me feel like new guy comes well, in and is like, we got to mix things. They do exactly. this every yeah. couple years. So yeah. when they did the New 52, they that's when they were changing offices from the East Coast to the West Coast. Maybe that's that like failed. retiring, you know? Like, so I then out they of this did now. Rebirth, and everyone really liked Rebirth, I think. And that kind of shot them up in sales. And now they've yeah, but been they had on the less, decline. Yeah, but they had less of... That was more of an event continuity yeah. spanning, not what they're labeling their imprints No, but being. they come up with ideas like this. I mean... You like to think that they have a huge concept they're just putting together yeah. slowly, right? They created Vertigo to kind of give them a one-up over Marvel because Marvel was never doing a creator-owned label. Mm-hmm. That I don't think Marvel has had a secondary imprint that they've used... They've had a couple. Uh, there's one where it was a whole different universe where the Star Brand came from, and I'm forgetting what that one was called now. But it was a completely different yeah universe, no Marvel continuity, and it was where when you read the comics each month that aged a month within the comic book world. So oh. the real world, and it was an interesting concept. It lasted for about a year and a half, two years. Uh, I talked about it like couple years ago on the podcast uh, I forget what it's originally called that's but that was about the one of the few uh, separate imprints that they had yeah and none of them were like creator owned but yeah none of it was creator owned at all yeah it was just a totally different sided Marvel and one of the original uh, editorial uh, executive editors uh, Karen Berger uh, she pretty much tweeted out this is corporate thinking and creative risk taking that doesn't mix uh people have seen this is a long time coming to be nixie and vertigo but as she feels like many people feel this was not the right time or the right way to do it right um well especially since they literally relaunched their whole vertigo thing like what a year two years ago with all the new Sandman titles, but then they had all these problems with it, right? Because they put out the Second Coming, which got a bunch of Christian activists up in arms, so they canceled it. That's they supposed had, to be coming out soon. They had right. Border Town, which the writer got in big trouble for being a bad guy to women, so they canceled that title. There's another title that was supposed to come out through Vertigo that's now going through Image, besides Second Coming. So they they tried to do this whole relaunch of the thing and it just fucking failed. Miserably. I wonder though too what uh, what is uh, Doom Patrol? What's that imprint? Doom Patrol is just regular DC. Well, isn't isn't uh, 
something a- animal. Oh, young animals. Yeah. Maybe that was young animals. I believe that's young animals. Yeah. Which that was supposed to be like their teenage imprint, right? Young yeah. animals. I wonder if they're still gonna have that or not. I'll have to look into that too. But all in all, I'm glad that at least the books that are still being published aren't going anywhere. Right. But it's again, what's in a name? Well, sometimes it means a lot to nostalgia. Sure. Other times it just seems like corporate doesn't yeah. know what the fuck also, they're doing. Also, don't tell me that it's a 17 and up title if you're going to censor Batman's penis. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're going to be a mature title, you should just let that shit Well, again, okay, this goes back to the, su- the <laughs> Superman one yeah. you just read. No. How, how no, is that black? No. I don't... There, was, there was some light kissing. There's going to be. White there's kissing? Gonna light be kissing. Some... Maybe if there is, like if there's like some straight up like, gore guts. Okay, yeah. what, what, what else though could be uh, black worthy? What if there's racist comments or, or concepts? Not not directly or just referred to. Yeah. You know? Or um, some kind of genocide. Sure. Something, oh, yeah. something well, so bad that that's what I'm it, saying. it doesn't More have to be kissing and, and loving. Mature adult. No, you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. you got that picking up this like, number one? Should, so imagine a kid picking up this number one and thinking, this is going to be a fun, wholesome book. And then no, that kid a couple times later. hold of it, right? That's why they have the black. Fair. Fair. I don't know that they've put... Age restrictions on it yet though. Like I don't know if okay. you could go into a comic book. But store. but the recommendation if, is against the ages between right. You know, like when you were playing a board game or something. If the comic book person, the person at the comic book store, the salesperson is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah yeah. Sure. for that. <laughs> is doing their job. If a kid comes yeah, into the store right. by they, this is they a black. Should, yes. we don't recommend whatever. You right? should you should. But work, salespeople just yeah. want to kick them out. Like yeah, yeah. Mm, you're gonna love this. <laughs> <laughs> and tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the R rated on uh, video games. I mean. Yeah, that that rating is basically useless. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to. I used it's there to, for it's there for religious fanatics. I used to yeah. try and stick to because I used to work at a video store, so I used to try and stick to that because I just didn't want to listen to parents. But that was the excuse I would give. Right. Like, hey, yeah. heads up, you can't complain to me. It literally says. Yeah, that's right. what saves our ass, basically, yeah. right? Well, yeah. he shouldn't have never gotten a hold of it in the first place. Yeah. Change the channel, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I got more bad news for you guys too. Uh, more, you just follow yeah. I, I think I'm just gonna start off these. <laughs> so, next is your, your uh, so company. He, <laughs> God. Well, I, I guess yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix has confirmed that it is going to not make any new Good Omens. Oh no, that was Shut such up. a good show. Yeah, Are you serious? Yeah, Netflix is not going to oh make any more after thousands of. Did Amazon also agree to stop making Stranger Things? Oh, wait, I also wait, heard that I too. It. Yeah, I get it. Charles, I'm so serious. Charles, don't fall for it. Uh, I just don't fall for his toothpaste. I thought the I thought the fans won. I was like, no, no, no. no, no, no. This just shows how ridiculously stupid these online petitions are. Yeah, because they didn't even get their fucking company right. Well, not only get their company right. But realizing this was a miniseries that has already been shot and there is not any new ones that are going to be made. There's yeah. such a lack of content. They, they they saw that David Tennant has demon eyes in it and our children can't be exposed to this and we got to put a stop to it. I mean, even, uh, who, who even if he? they got the company right, uh, he's... Who, who is he? Uh, he's, who I is forget he? which demon he is. David Azazel. Tennant. Azazel. Azazel. Or Azazel, yeah. Azazel, yeah. Well, here's a big thing, too. One of the, uh, Talking to my brother about this... I'm, I'm not going to knock on like Christian's thoughts on these things, but when it really comes down to a show, as long as you show God not being uh, ineffable, 
really then God can do no wrong. I feel like so they only use all that master... word they use it in the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Ineffable. Uh, but the, here's the thing, though. <laughs> so who cares what uh, angels and demons are doing? Nowhere in Christianity does it necessarily say that they are totally, you know, oh, without being able to do things. This but is... I think that's part of the big reason why is because they feel that this is subverting the Bible, which... I would think most of them would have thought when they started off with saying 6,000 years ago the earth was created that that would be a lot more better for their scope of the world than other I, shows. I just think it's it's standard uh, up in arms. Yeah. I mean, and... they got really upset over dogma and that, again, as Kevin Smith argues, had a rubber shit monster in it. Yeah. Like, and this is what you're upset about? Um, what's really <laughs> interesting, too, I don't remember the exact numbers. It wasn't even a lot of people. No. I mean, this was just a... Yeah. It was just like almost like a funny meme. Like, the old people are at it again. Let's sure. make some memes about it, guys. So ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's such a good show. You, everyone should watch it. Yep. I am two episodes... I think I was on episode two or three right before I yeah. left here. I was folding laundry, and I said, let's put on Good Omens. I haven't seen it yet. So. Super good. I was thinking about this, uh, like, I think yesterday. Um, the people that get upset about things being too sexy or whatever... Um, it, they're the ones thinking that it's sexy. You know, they're right. the ones getting the concept of pornographic ideas in their head. So, like, if they just don't want temptation, if there's a if there's a story or a movie or something that challenges their religious beliefs or makes them think outside of their box and they can't handle it, like, it's, it's their don't figure it out. They're the Go ones for the creator. They're the yeah. ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, when I worked at the video store, this is one of my favorite stories, Uh, I like to tell it every once in a while, and it's not even like a huge story, it's just literally there was this woman who came in one day with her child, and he, she asked what kids movies had come out, and it was when the first Harry Potter movie had just come out, because this is how old I am, this is how long ago this was, Um, and I was like, Harry Potter, and she's like, oh no, he's not allowed to watch those, it's it's the occult (laughs) Burn him like, anyway. All right, that's fair. And then she proceeds to rent him Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This eight-year-old boy. That's and I'm she... like, are you fucking kidding me? It's pretty words, right? Like, like, oh, witchcraft and magic. Yeah. Nah, mm. yeah. Stealing a car. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty a... sure was that the one that you could also <laughs> have sex with hookers in the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. The code, yep. right? <laughs> um, there's is a really good documentary I saw. It was back in college, so you know, forever ago. But um, it actually goes into the uh, rating association, and that there's that's not a legal thing. No, there's no laws that demand no. you put. You don't even have to put a rating on no. your movie. Nr. It's just so you don't get sued, right? So you don't get. In- it's because people look for the rating, so they assume yeah. if it's not rated that it's bad. The 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 oh. reason a studio will put a rating on it oh. is because uh, there is a direct financial loss that you'll take by not putting yep. a rating on it. That's oh. purely and the rating purely comes from like and you look at and they were did a lot of research. They couldn't find who was on the board. They only found like a couple details and they're like they're like soccer moms. Like they they don't have yeah. any film industry. They don't have any like rating experience, nothing that it was just like some people and they just they did such a it was a, it's like kind of a great marketing story mm-hmm. where they marketed so well that even though there's no book law in the books about putting ratings on stuff. There is um, enough clout with this, you know, Illuminati style association that puts ratings. It reminds me of in, in the movie uh, The Aviator. Yeah, you remember that movie when mm-hmm. he brings the concepts of how much his argument was like how much cleavage was in one movie versus uh, the cleavage he has in yeah. his movie due to his like this board of people with just money or approval and mm-hmm. they could shut him down just because there was too much cleavage. 
<clears throat> yeah. who are not in the film industry, but yeah. like well, overseeing and the film industry. Each each film is a unique state too. I mean, and video games get into this as well. But each film is like they submit it, and then it's what the people are feeling at the time yeah. is what the rating basically gets. Yeah. Yeah. And you can argue it. Most people don't. You yeah. can go fight for your, a different rating, take hmm. proof with you, and be like, well, you think it has graphic sex in it. I'm going to bring in year one sense. and be like, this should not be a black. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it a big thing with the South Park movie at some point where they had to cut like one or two things to get R from NC-17 yeah. when they're like, but we just said fuck 20 million times. It's so arbitrary. that's one category. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's literally like you can have something super violent and it'll be rated PG-13, but you put a little, you, you put, you yeah, have a little nipple slip in there and it's automatically rated R even though it's not violent at all and there's mm -hmm. no cursing in it whatsoever. But Just bring in proof that yeah. you photoshopped a male nipple <laughs> uh, over the female nipple. 100% kosher. There's a little bit of hair here. This is a male nipple, okay? We're good to go. <laughs> that should be a it's movement. PG-13, not R. I'm going to start replacing men's nipples with women's nipples and things. Yeah. Just so we can not have the rating. We don't want uh, So, got some bad news for you guys. Hit me, Tony. If uh, you're a fan of Avatar having the box office, you know, title, uh, Avengers Endgame is re-releasing with additional footage. Oh, gosh. Additional footage? Yes. Because we need 30 more minutes of footage for that movie? Here's the thing. <laughs> well, where is the footage, Tony? We're in the movie. So Where's the footage, Tony? Will you let me get to that? <laughs> where is I it? I have some other bad news for some of you that are hoping this is going to be a big thing, oh, I'm fired. but it's really not. Oh. Uh, they're adding six additional minutes. Minutes. One that's a deleted scene, as well as some after credits teasers. But all these are going to happen after the credits, which comes to mind of you couldn't even splice in this deleted scene within the movie. Mm -hmm. They just left that totally done. So this is almost like DVD extras. Ah. Uh. But that they're re-releasing it in theaters. It's going to make many people go back. They're re the movie. theaters. Yeah, yeah, so that they can That's get more money. I was like, awesome. is it not still in theaters? It's still in theaters right They're going to re-release it in theaters while it's actually still in yeah, yeah. Well, theaters. Well, they're going to release this new ah, cut, new... which isn't even so a new cut. There's going to be two on the thing. No, you, you won't even look at the menu of movies. It'll completely relate. Uh, overrule like the current one. Right. You're not even going to be able to see the original. You're going to always get the version. But you'll still see the original because nothing's changed except for the new yeah. after credit scene that yeah. they put in, which I am curious what that is, but at the same point, actually I do need to go see it again, so I'm still going to probably go see it again. Why not? Sure. Uh, June 28th is when they're going to have the additional bonus things, but this has been in the news when they first announced it. Everyone's like, sweet, this is going to be awesome, and then we're kind of like, yeah, like that's not that. Yeah, there's gonna be like clicks of people out. There. This is bad. There's gonna be clicks of people out there that don't get along just because. Which version did you see? <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna hang out. You with can you. go to the internet and download the edited version where they cut out all the female and diverse characters and what? just watch Who the did that? white man version. Oh my gosh! Of Avengers. Why are you even mentioning that? <laughs> oh, you know what? Though? That's good. We can find out who these people are and just take them out. <laughs> that's great that they're doing this. Great, we can just weed them out. Endgame's only forty million behind having the two point seven eight billion dollar. Oh yeah, they're gonna catch it. There's two arguments that I see in this. The and I actually I was talking to my roommate the other day. And we were laughing about it. And it's the argument that name one character from Avatar who has the top. 
Like, no one can name a character off the top of their head from that movie. They know the archetype. You have military man. You have protagonist man. You have protagonist woman. Uh, I know Zoe Saldana is the name of the actress. Right. I have no idea what her character name is in it. Right. But that's the thing. It's Avatar, number one movie, made the most money ever in theaters. No one knows what it is. So I'm like... Unobtainium. Yeah. Uh, I, know, <laughs> I remember that. I know Pocahontas story. Pandora? I know uh, Ferngali uh, about characters about as well as I know sure. this. It's basically the same movie. But... So I'm like, okay, I'm not necessarily mad that they're name working a to character. override Abby. it. <laughs> <laughs> See, we got more Ferngully than we do. Well, well that's the same movie. It does make sense though, since Ferngully was probably an inspiration for. I mean, let's this leaving it lightly, right? Like yeah. uh, an inspiration for this this movie, like uh, spiritual successor is generous. Yeah, yeah, right. But uh, so that's one argument. I'm like, okay, so I, I can't even name a character. Yeah. So why does he even have that spot? But on the other hand, it's like it's such a cheap. It seems to be such a cheap, uh, almost like DLC. You know, everyone. I see a lot of people online comparing it to EA and the fact that EA's you know angry for them of thinking a way to make so much more money so easily, where they didn't really have to even make they didn't <coughs> make any more content. They just said, oh, we've got some extra stuff. We'll slap it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Re-release it, and yeah. it'll qualify for original box office numbers. Mm. So. My favorite bitchy argument about this is, well, Avatar didn't need decades of back material to be successful. It was just successful. Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Well, I mean, it was the first movie to do VR pretty well. Well, to do or it, not VR, three D. Uh, uh, yeah, the first to, to do it. Uh, pretty much the whole. <laughs> Um, so Batman, you guys, is getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next mm. year. Uh, I actually didn't realize that fictional characters could have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but then I did my little research, and there's 17 fictional characters on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. What are they? Uh, Kermit has one, Mickey has one, The Simpsons sense. have a star, Woody Woodpecker has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, uh, Godzilla does as well. Yes. Yes. He is writes. it like much bigger than their system? Like it's really big. Like <laughs> I wish. it's a whole building. <laughs> but in celebration of his 80th birthday, Batman's getting his his due. I mean, he is a Hollywood icon. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of is Superman over there? Murals. Yeah. That's right, up. Batman. Yep. yep. There's been murals popping up around U.S. cities of like the Batman logo. I know some of the bigger cities, not our city has them but no you should go out there and just make them yeah why don't you buy one tony yeah, just spray paint <laughs> spray yeah. paint town just tag, all the, all tag the city yeah. <laughs> yeah i know a couple buildings you could tag to get some pretty good traffic okay yeah do that i mean my my spray painting work is pretty shitty but usually he just gets himself high fucking high <laughs> <laughs> and then he then he's just useless for like a week after that yep <laughs> we'll get you a stencil this time we'll put it on the wall and just spray paint it you don't have to do it off Banksy guys I have bad news for you uh, uh, if you were looking forward to Robert Pattinson being the new Batman he's now out yes Aww. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Um, You're supposed to be sad. Can, I'm can so you, happy. So can you actually happy. read that article a little bit further? Because it's not Batman he's dropping out of. It's a different movie. Uh -oh. What? Yeah. Uh -oh. He's staying in Batman. He's dropping a different I'm movie. Sh 
that article was so misleading because I clicked on bad it too news. and I was like, oh, he's bad dropping news. out. And then you read further news. and it's a, <laughs> whole di- a it's a whole different movie. <laughs> That's the bad news. <laughs> Run around. <laughs> the bad news is that Robert Pattinson is still going to be Tony, bad. you had me up here and you just <laughs> took the carpet out from under my feet. I'm leaving. It was, it was the most misleading title for an article because I was like, oh, fuck yeah. That happened fast. Oh, wait, it's a whole different movie he's dropping out of. Dang it. Damn it. Asshole. Fake news. I got bad news for you guys if you enjoy bad news. everything that's great. <laughs> or actually, if you hate everything that's great. I don't know how to word this one. It's really... <laughs> Use your words. <laughs> uh, Toys R Us are opening some new U.S. stores by the holiday season. What? I knew it. Twinkies are back, and they never went away. Yeah, the, the parent company that now owns Toys R Us, uh, True Kids... They're planning on opening at least six uh, by the holiday season. I'm assuming New York would be one of them. Sure. Probably one in L.A., probably Chicago. The big uh, yeah. cities in in the U.S. Companies companies like Toys R Us, you know, Hostess, whatever, uh, they're just like characters, like Loki. They're just like Loki. You think they're gone, Yep. And but they're never really gone. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I love when... Well, I actually hate that. I didn't love when it closed, but it, my discount buying... Loved when yeah. it closed because I got a lot of fun toys. I hope that what comes out of this is the new Toys R Us stores look like new stores because oh, collectively yeah. all Toys R Us stores were literally just stuck yeah, in the Yeah, hopefully 70s. they don't like zombify like the carcasses <laughs> of to- uh, re- current Toys R Us stores and you're just like, it looks exact. It's the same building. It's like, yeah. no, please just tear it down, put yeah. it somewhere something else. Something new, something are, modern. Aren't they just going to fail again? Like, as as more sales are driven by like Amazon, uh, sure. their online sales. So an interesting thing with Toys R Us specifically is Toys R Us was actually profitable. The 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 Toys R Us failing is from like uh, was a hedge fund or something like that. Yep. A hedge fund company bought it and basically shoveled debt into Toys R Us. You know, using Toys yeah. R Us's existing profitability as a. Uh, backing sure. to get more debt and to use elsewhere. And then so once all the collectors came a call and they said, well, we'll just bankrupt Toys R Us. Yeah. Yep, and then we still have our money. Fuck yep. everyone else and their dreams. And yeah. Fun fact, that's also why Blockbuster closed. Yeah. I mean, they were probably also doing a little bit more poorly than... There's a really cool documentary, yeah, but... or not a documentary, but it was like an NPR uh, podcast piece on the Netflix Blockbuster uh, streaming thing and that Netflix actually if Blockbuster in reality <coughs> had just stuck around for like a year mm-hmm. Netflix never would have continued to exist they were just bleeding money faster than they could yeah. get but a Blockbuster ended up having investment issues yep. and so yeah now R- Redbox is still around right? Oh, yeah. yeah still going but thanks yeah. to thanks to Blockbuster getting out now we have good omens not true did you find anything else um the ultimate universe is finally making its return supposedly uh they're teasing that bad news for those people that didn't want it to return (laughs) (laughs) since it since it's been absorbed into the current one from secret wars right we absorbed the ultimate yeah so we took uh miles from it and uh the maker uh evil reed richards so a lot of some of the people came into this and mm-hmm. it disabsorbed that universe winked out of creation right. uh, there's been rumors that it's going to make a comeback and a couple writers on a Spider-Man book a couple years ago not, I guess not a couple years ago Secret Wars wasn't that long ago 
Was it? Was it a long time? When was Secret Wars? It was 2015, so okay. four years. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, that the, un- the Ultimate Universe was still existent, um, and then the- they kind of left it there. But a- apparently, in the new Miles Morales book, it's going to make its return with the Ultimate Green Goblin, who is the big, big scary, evil-looking Green Goblin, like we see in the Spider-Verse. Uh, and he's backed by something called the Ultimatum Force. I'm Ultimatum like, well, that's very Marvel-sounding. Unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Walking Dead is also getting its very first, not first spinoff comic, but it's getting a spinoff comic for, it's going to take place in China. So we're going to get to see Ooh. what this world looks like in Asia now. Which I thought was interesting. They've done spinoff comics, but I feel like they've always been one shots. Yeah, they, they there really was I think only two. Yeah, one shot. So I'm interested in more swords and. Mm-hmm. I thought I think it would be really cool. It's a whole different climate, right? A whole different landscape. Maybe the zombies will be different. The Great Wall will stop them. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of different things you could do over there. So I thought that was interesting. Maybe a good way to freshen up the series. After killing off one of their main characters recently. I have some bad news, Tony, if you want to hear oh, it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did see an article. So it originally started, I saw a clip on YouTube that was of uh, Tom Hanks basically giving Tom Holland an acting uh, class quick on the Graham Norton show. Uh, last week, and so it was basically him running, teach, showing an example of how they would do voice acting stuff, and they basically make you say the same thing 30 times, 40 times, over and over, all these different ways, but during that same interview, <coughs> Tom Holland actually let the end of Endgame go live on the channel, and so a bunch of people now are upset because he spoiled the ending I mean, of the embargo was off. I agreed. A lot of people on Twitter are pretty upset. So I'm actually impressed Tom Holland waited that long to let the ending go because he's notorious for uh, they spoilers. Didn't, they didn't send a uh, babysitter. Benedict <laughs> wasn't with them on this time. I don't think so. Uh, but don't watch that. It might be a spoiler if you haven't seen it over the last what two months now. So yeah, well, speaking of Tom Holland. Uh, I, I gotta stop the whole bad news. I, I kind of agree with bad this. News. <laughs> bad news. Again. Bad news. I'm trying now. to think of how it's bad, yeah, news for bad news if it was the opposite of this. So he's uh, talked about he wants to make a live action Spider Verse movie and get both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire to oh, come on board. Nice. That, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be completely amazing, especially with the, <laughs> what they already established within the cartoon mm-hmm. one. Uh huh. I think that would be fun. Yeah. You, could, you could add a couple new actors, someone to actually be Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. I'm down for sure. it. What Would you want to include the animated Miles Morales as well? Mix like have a CGI as well? Uh, I don't... I, would I think you, you could, could do, do that, that with Spider-Pig. With, yeah, with Spider-Pig, <laughs> but not with yeah. another cartoon. And, and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Oh, black Spider- and white. One of his noir, black and white. Oh, right. Spider-Man noir. Well, was, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 He could yeah reprise the role. Well, I mean, it'd be cool to see like he, remember he doesn't have any color at all to him, so it's interesting, right? He, this is they're talking about like what is the, what color is this? Yeah. He's like red. It's purple or something. <laughs> the Rubik's cube. Yeah. yeah. He it back with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have some bad news concerning Spider-Man, and we got really mainly it's bad news because we got really excited about what Marvel might be so doing. So fucking stupid. Because they gave us a teaser last week with the four 
And we were like, oh, are oh. they going to do Spider-Man 4 comics? Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Is it going to be a Fantastic Four crossover? Well, the next day they tweeted a 3. And then they tweeted a 2. So it was, uh, clear, it was a countdown, which they started at 4. Which yeah, is they should have really started at something else. Wait, the, is it like, do they start on 1 or is it 1 then go? Yeah. <laughs> they did not do a 1. They did, the, they did the announcement, which Negative one. was J.J. <laughs> Abrams is doing a Spider-Man comic book with his son. That is the announcement. That was what this whole thing was about. The countdown was to announce J.J. Abrams is writing the Spider-Man comic will book the, with his son. Will the comic have lens flare? <laughs> <laughs> and is this You open son? it and there's a battery-powered flashlight behind it that creates lens flare off of a glossy page. That would be worthy of a countdown, I yeah, think, yeah, if they had cool. that sort of tech. But really, it's just... Lens flare you know what's funny is when I heard that that's what this was, I was like, I thought I already knew he was writing a Spider-Man yeah. book. Like, I, I swear that was one of the... We listened to lots of rumors to come up with some of the things to tell listeners, and I swear that was something I saw before that I go, eh, that's not that big of a deal. But then to find out that this mysterious... Four countdown was for that i'm like that's started at five letdown. or three those are the options don't start it at four did they yeah. ever, right. i bet you they forgot to tweet five and they're like uh <laughs> just call it four we still have to release on this day yeah yeah so lost the file for five. it was not big news and it was nothing and the whole news got overshadowed by the fact that everyone was thinking it was going to be these couple Other of things. awesome things and it was none of them. Four just has things. too many meetings. In, in the Marvel, in Marvel universe, yeah. for sure. For sure. That was a but poor look how much look how much attention it got just starting at four. Well, well it's funny because I was able to find way more information about the four tweet and the three tweet and then hardly anything on the two and then I had to specifically search for what the actual announcement was. So actually, it, it didn't do a good job at all. <laughs> well, I mean, the four did. Yeah, the yeah. four did. I mean. When it became three, everybody's like, oh, Fuck. no, I that's the, stupid. The best value you can get out of it. And then the two is like, everybody's like, not paying attention. <laughs> the best value you can get out of it is now they have some cool ideas for crossovers and stories. That <laughs> they know what people want. So they'll be able to, like, by the way, we tweeted that four. I guess we're doing a fantastic four team up with Spider-Man. People want it. Here's the thing. You mentioned I, when they go into some, uh, some company like pitching your idea like I'm the guy that came up with the four by the way <laughs> <laughs> so they talk about this has been a project that was pitched like 10 years ago you know what I really I like some of the stuff that JJ does but this is not like one of those things where it was like needed to be like a secret countdown no. ooh he's no. not that big of a deal and like his son is 21 so does that mean he pitched doing a Spider-Man comic with his son when his son was 11 because that's not the, those are two different books. It's right? actually the story that his son wrote when he was eleven, and they just decided to finally make it. So it's gonna be like using the same cop or Doctor yeah. McNinja. <laughs> <laughs> they are introducing a new villain supposedly in this book, but mm. uh, they do that. A cannon villain? Time. Yeah, Cadaverous is his name. Cadaverous. So I wonder. Well, it does sound like an eleven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dead guy. <laughs> Swiss Army Man. <laughs> The last thing that I have Bad news that he's not been signed yet Ultimately though uh, There's been With how much Keanu Reeves has been In everything as sure. of late uh, It came down to People wanting him to be in a superhero movie And actually we come to find out that Kevin Feige has actually Been in talks with him for quite a while to play a character, they're just Ten trying to find. Ten different right? Something like that. They they brought up and do you want to do it? And he says yeah. no, and he says no. They want to find the right fit for him. 
Who so, be? that's the thing. Can you think of any Marvel characters that haven't obviously been established now that you think he'd be good I was going to say Constantine, but... It's not. I mean, I guess, yeah, technically he was in a Marvel movie already, wasn't that was, he? That's not Marvel. Oh, that's, that's DC. DC. Yeah. yeah. And he does want to play Constantine again, yeah. so there's that. Uh, there's been talks of him being Moon Knight, which um, I could see a okay. bit of the look, but I don't think he'd get the quirkiness that I think, the new Moon Knight. I think the the key piece that a lot of people don't think about, because everyone's like, Keanu, love Keanu, love Keanu. He's a weird dude. And if you look at his acting... Whoa. Whoa. Totally. He could be you know, the sentry. He would have to blonde. be someone who's... He doesn't have flowing dialogue. <laughs> Like that, he doesn't present flowing. If you look at his speeches, you look at anything. All his movies, right? Like yeah. he just short stuff, and he's mostly um, speed. He's like a the Matrix. All of that have that. But people look at he's him an as kind star. of star. Doesn't have to have a lot, right? Yeah. I watched that that romantic comedy quotes romantic comedy that he did with Winona Ryder. Okay. Uh, the, what was it? Something about wedding. Uh, can't remember the title of it now. I went into it thinking it was going to be one of those super cheesy romantic comedy movies, and it was not that at all. It was 100% dialogue-driven movie between the two of them, and they are the two most miserable people on earth who are at this <laughs> wedding just talking to each other. They're the only two people who have dialogue in this whole movie. Mostly, oh, wow. Okay. And they're just talking to each other the whole time. So he can do dialogue. The mailbox? No, it was like Destination Wedding, I think is oh, what okay. it was yep. called. So, it, I mean, it sounds like something I wouldn't watch, but then I did because it had Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder in it, and uh, it was completely different than what I thought it was going to I think be. I would like him as a character that's overdramatic. I think that he would play that well, um, who's maybe self-absorbed or something, and but not necessarily dialogue-heavy. I think it's a lot about theatrics, if you're going to put a live... Silver yeah. Surfer. Well, then you don't even see him. He's just a dude. Just like a voice, just like a silver dude. No, but like you in... could shave his head, and he could be Norn Rad before mm. becoming Silver Surfer. Do some flashbacks there. Yeah, but dialogue is kind of short. Because honestly, say a shaved head. Yes, I think like that's a flat character, like boring. But like that's kind of, I mean, his presentation. He's like, I am excited about the thing. I almost want him to be a bad guy, and I don't know which bad guy, but it'd be totally different mm -hmm. and people especially if they cast them and they put them in the... he could totally yeah, play Namor I, could see I, I feel yeah. like Namor should be a little bit younger but yeah. I could see him depending on where he is you said he should be yeah, younger right. <laughs> <laughs> did you say that <laughs> Tony the man can't age he has to be young <laughs> this is the new real Highlander movie yeah <laughs> what if there he gets what if he was the, a character a, a character that didn't age uh, in a Brand like new, a like a new character, saying? No, I'm Wolverine. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, something that fits his <laughs> the so, weird, oh, the weird idea we have Gagan. of him. That'd be interesting. Here's some suggestions I've seen so far: Moon Knight, which we've talked about. Uh, Adam Warlock. I could see that. Yeah, I could see He's him like doing a some Jesus figure. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure, Is he? sure. He's got the beard and the hair. He's the one. <laughs> uh, Mister Fantastic. I, I don't, don't think, think you would that, do that. Yeah, I don't no. think he would. That would be Gambit. <laughs> oh, I don't know that no. he could pull off uh, that please, accent. No. He, he does, I, no one should try to pull off that accent. <laughs> he doesn't have the bayou, and yeah. he's not quite of a fast talker. Keanu Reeves has never been a fast talker. Right. So. Uh, Dracula, which. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that would be fun because Bram Stoker's, right? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah. in that, yeah. Uh, and 
Silver Surfer are the top suggestions for him for the MCU. So I still have a hard time picturing any of them, though. Like, I could see him being, like, a, mostly because of John Wick, but we already have a Punisher character. And I could see him being the Punisher. If you just picture uh, when... Um, when Neo was taken out of the matrix, he took the red pill, right? Did he take the red yeah. pill or the blue pill? Blue pill. So he was he was shed, shaved head then. Yeah. You know, and he looked all sorts of strange. Just throw on some chrome, imagine it. Like it'll, yeah, I could see it happening. Silver, yeah, silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Who knows? He's the one above all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I could. I was waiting to say that. I know it was gonna work. <laughs> it was gonna work. Out. I could see that. All right, um, well, wrapping up. Booze in a book this week is Excellence, number two, paired with a one-legged lesbian kickboxer. Now, you know I've paired that many a times. Have you? Because, yes, one-legged from Gardellas. Never. That shit is amazing. It will kick your ass. And it it is so good. I convinced someone. Tony tried to get me to get get one on Friday for karaoke, yeah. Oh, when I ordered my second one, which I really shouldn't have, some guy goes, what is that? I go, it is probably the strongest thing that you'll ever have. And he goes, I want one of those too. <laughs> so some random dude took... Some random dude had a bad night, basically, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. It is It is very sweet, but that is taking out a full glass of just alcohol. It's pretty much like a Long Island, but less of the sour mix and more of a... I don't even know what the correct flavor it is. It's just yummy, but it kicks my ass. And Excellence, uh, the book with the wizards and everything, so amazing. The dialogue heavy with, as you were saying too, remember when in the first uh, issue it had some of the pages that talked about the different houses and the levels and everything? Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, definitely pick it up. So that is my pairing and, this week. And drink it with, what is this called again? A one-legged lesbian kickboxer. Okay. Because you look at it and you're thinking, that won't do anything to me, but then you realize... Kick your ass. So, yeah. pick the book up, head down to Gardella's, get yourself a one-legged lesbian kickboxer. Okay. What a name for a drink. I don't know that I could ever order that with a straight face. Or Can I just get a just uh, one-legged off. kickboxer, please? <laughs> I don't want my oh, I don't want the calories. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do, uh, maybe, um, maybe do a drink and a flick, you know? Uh, go get yourself some... Uh, vanilla Coke, right? No. And mix it with... <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you just <laughs> Bad news, Charles. <laughs> mix it with, like, bark root beer, right? And then go and watch... Root beer flow. Godzilla War with the Monsters. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it now? <laughs> How about next week? We'll no, we, can talk about, we can talk about it now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How good it was? I'm so excited. It was just good. I mean, it's a good movie. Really when did you get to see it? That's it. When did you, you see it? Yeah. We're definitely talking about it. <laughs> when did you see it? Like, uh, right when it came out, or...? Yeah, I saw it. Two weeks ago. I saw it immediately. My brother was like, you need to watch this. And I was like, okay, sure. And then we we all went and saw it a couple weeks ago. But then I went home and watched the original Godzilla. And then uh, I should have watched King Kong too, but it didn't really... Spoiler alert, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter at all, unless you want to watch the credits. And what was fun about the the credits, though, right, was that song Godzilla was was playing. Godzilla. Who's that by? Do you know? Um, I feel like there's a very easy way to figure this out. Go in Tokyo. Godzilla. Yeah. I think that that song, the fact that they threw that in there, shows that they actually approached this the right way. You know, you look at the last Godzilla movie, and they were really trying to do that standard, it's the military, and you've got the tough guy, military guy, and this one's just like, 
we're going to put a human and he's a weird science nerd and he's going to somehow have a connection with Godzilla that doesn't make sense. It's a lot of fun. And then we're just going to show Godzilla kicking a lot of ass. <coughs> a lot of monster monsters. fighting. And it's Blue Oyster Cult who does that song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. More cowbell. Um, <laughs> yeah, I appreciated like the nuances they put into the movie for the people who were Godzilla fans uh-huh. from back in the day. The, the things they added that maybe new watchers wouldn't pick up. but No one, of course, no one knew, unless you knew about Mothra and the twins, yeah. that there was a reason for them being twins. They didn't even talk about it. They just said, well, the twins run in my family. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, if you don't know, mm-hmm. then... <laughs> uh, in the Godzilla anime that's on Netflix, uh, they have introduced the twins as well with the Mothra, and they have that connection, like yeah. a, a connection with Mothra and with each other and stuff like that. Yeah, so... I mean, it's an ongoing thing, but yeah, like you said, you wouldn't necessarily know unless you knew Godzilla lore. Right, mm-hmm. right. Stuff like that. It was good. I enjoy monster fighting, and when it's done well, it's... Yep. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Anything else uh, to do today? No! Oh, my God! I got bad news for you, Tony. (laughs) You feel feel heavier on the left side? He just cut off one of his mustache. Uh, Why did you do that? His lip nip. He just cut off one of his lip nips. Here, that's a present for you. Happy birthday. No, thank you. (laughs) Let her cut off the other one. So yeah, I, let me cut off the other one. So I've been planning on just cutting off my my, now. my twirly mustache for a while. Oh, cutting right now. It's cutting. Yeah, it goes. Oh, oh, it's gone. <laughs> and uh, I was going to cut it yesterday. I go, no, I'll just do this on the podcast. And what I was going to do was when you guys were doing your reviews, I was going to do it, but I know that would have stopped you <laughs> mid totally. mid ever, yes. and just be like, what the fuck? I would have not been able to recover from that. I would have been like Superman mustache what oh, that actually is a thing in the, the movie so. so I thought I'd just save it for the end so that way yeah. when you guys are like oh. yeah cut off his handlebars ladies I was actually gonna have Anthony <laughs> film your guys' reactions but then I just said fuck it <laughs> just gonna cut it you know when like kids see their dads after a while having a beard and then they sheaves it all off he's yeah. like oh, that's how I feel about you and your lip nips they're gone oh, oh no yeah, they'll be back soon. They grow very quickly. <laughs> it's actually difficult to keep them at bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that, uh, stay thirsty for many more years of Drunk on Comics. Yes. Happy birthday to us. And me. And, yeah, but you got so many more. We don't know how many more Drunk on Comics are going to have. We will outlive you, Lynn. <laughs>